right, make sure your mic is... Yeah, I gotta make sure it's correct this time. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be fun for me to listen to later. Oh, no, it, like, popped off I'm the table. I'm trying. Okay. Oh, shit. Stop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're good. That my mic um, came off. Oh, shit. Technical difficulties. Um, please stand by. assholes to each other we hated each other we're only doing this for the money yeah fuck you guys yeah the only money yeah the money that we're not even gonna get until possibly a couple years from now maybe hopefully maybe only a year (laughs) i guess not i mean we'll see who knows let's give you let's give you an edit spot all right Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Black Case Diaries. I'm here with my two hosts. And today we're going to talk about uh, something that you're listening to right now, voices. Yeah. Uh, but not our voices. The art of voice acting. Important voices um, <laughs> in movies and we're, things like that. We're not important, Adam? No, we are very important. Everyone's important in their own special way, but our voices are not important. <laughs> if everybody's well, important, then no one's important. <gasps> Oh jeez, got me. All right, well, well let's get blew into it. it. I, I quit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. Took the headphones anyway, off. we're gonna talk about voice acting today. Um, a lot of these voices you probably recognize if you're in in the know, like we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people might not um, not might not be as versed in this. So uh, yeah, you might not know them by by their name, by mm-hmm. their uh, actual name, but you might know them by their characters. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to start a little bit with the history of voice acting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought it would be appropriate to mention Emil Berliner. I think that's how you say his name. He invented the microphone. Mm. So let's all let's all have a little bit of a clap for him. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing this without him. So uh, that was in 1876. So you need the instrument to be able to perform. That was deep, Merce. Thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> a philosopher over here. <laughs> All right, so I've only had a little bit to drink. Okay, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> you know, what's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we thought that we should start with um someone who's considered to be possibly the first voice of radio. Uh, his name was Reginald Fessenden. Fessenden. Everybody get fastened in for this episode. There it is. That's a good one. Um, He was a Canadian inventor. Um, In 1900, he did a weather broadcast. It was a recording, a weather recording. And then after that, in 1906, he did a recording to sailors out on their ships Mm -hmm. for Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, Wirelessly. Yes. He was really impressed with the telephone. Yes, he was. And who invented the telephone? Alexander Graham Alexander Bell. Graham Bell, as I learned. <laughs> in grade school and totally remembered. Okay. But he, he sent out Bible texts, Christmas messages, and a music program to the ships at sea to entertain them and and Yeah, and it was a really big deal because mm-hmm. uh, up to that point it was there wasn't really a lot of there was none. Um, it wasn't a lot of radio broadcasts with the, you know, uh, voice actors. Mm -hmm. So, um, after that, you know, uh, it was kind of particularly a radio thing Mm -hmm. doing lots of voice acting. But, uh, in 1928, Walt Disney voiced Mickey Mouse for the first time Mm -hmm. in Steamboat Willie. And a lot of people consider this to be a really big turning point for voice acting and animation. Um, obviously Disney was a big pioneer yeah. in animation. 
very important. (laughs) So he had a lot to do with the voice acting that became prominent in years later because, you know, you need voice actors for your characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, in the 1930s, radio broadcasts were really popular. There were a lot of dramas, sci-fi dramas, soap operas, and uh, this required a lot of voice acting, and many of those voice actors didn't get credited for their work. So uh, it's always been kind of a thing where it's like, well, that voice is, that works. Uh, I guess you would think about it, a good voice actor would be somebody that you don't, you don't necessarily notice. You don't mm-hmm. stop and think right. about the voice. It, it, the best voice actor you wouldn't recognize because right. they've done such a great job of changing their voice. Or just fitting into a role so perfectly mm-hmm. right. that you don't even think yeah. about who it is. Unless you're somebody like us who watches a program and th- and rarely listens for the voice mm-hmm. right. like I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I because I, I take pride in going, ah. I know well, who that is. I know who that one is, yeah. <laughs> Whereas so, I'm like, oh. That's a good character. There yeah. you go. Marcy enjoys the program. I enjoy the program. When we watch it, it's homework. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I do research later. To a, cer- to a certain extent, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the 1930s broadcasts were, I mean, that was a really big thing for voice acting. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I, think that's actually, I think that's actually what started Mal Blanc's career was mm-hmm. the radio. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, he was known as the man of a thousand voices and he had over a thousand screen credits because he was the first one who actually got credit on screen for his voices. Um, he began with Warner Brothers in, uh, in like the 1960s when, but when his contract ended there, he still worked there, but he began working with other studios as well. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He could. He couldn't. They couldn't necessarily just drop him. No. You know, even yeah. though his contract was over, he had already established a whole host of characters. Mm-hmm. Many of them you probably know. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't know these? Characters? I know. I mean, these listed are like Porky Pig, Bugs Bunny. I mean, who doesn't know Bugs Bugs Bunny? Right. Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, Barney Rubble. Just right. like so many. Right there, and there's a million more. Nearly four hundred credits. Uh, 400 different characters that you that you would recognize mm-hmm. that he voiced um and bugs bunny at this point is right up there with uh mickey mouse mm-hmm. you know one of the one of the uh, pillars of the animation world really yeah mm-hmm. yeah the uh he's definitely a pioneer in voice acting mm-hmm. for sure he's definitely one of those people that made it a career Mm-hmm. Because up to that point, it was either, you know, you just had actors that were just, you know, on sets and, you know, they pull them over and have them do some voices every once in a while. But he the, he was you know, specifically voice acting and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we talk about Mel Blanc, Mel Blanc, Mel Blanc, <laughs> Mel Blanc. It's Blanc. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Oops. Anyway, if we, we talk about blank. him, yeah, we have to. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Sorry. Drawing a male blank here. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we should talk about June Foray. Yes, right. who absolutely. Just recently passed away at the mm-hmm. age of 99. 2017. Wow. Yeah. So she lived a long and full life. When mm-hmm. she was 12 years old, she started voice acting. Uh, and that was for radio, mm-hmm. also. That was really where it was at. It's very and- young. Yeah, and she uh, did it all throughout her career. I think her last uh, actual credit was 2014, mm-hmm. so she was in her 90s, and I think she's the oldest person to ever win an Emmy. Um, she, uh, I think she was 94 when she won an Emmy. Wow. Um, so she is really special because she was kind of, she her work rivaled Mel Blanc's work. She didn't mm-hmm. get credited as often as he did for the things that she did. She was the voice of Rocky the Squirrel mm-hmm. and Rocky and Bullwinkle. That yeah. was like her her number one role, and that's what she played in 2014. They did a movie, and mm-hmm. she played Rocky the Squirrel. She was also Natasha. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember Boris yes, and Natasha from yes. Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, God. Yeah, childhood man. I yeah. don't remember those. <laughs> You know, but it's typical, though. You know, the man gets the credit, and the woman just, you know, sits in the background. Uh, da, da, da. Not a, <laughs> no credit. You know. No credit. 
That's right. And that's why we have decided from here on out to never credit Adam. Oh, with no. Yes. This, this is a Robin what? and Marcy production. And he's just with unknown in the male voice number one. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the amazing thing, though, about voice acting, though, is that it's just not, you know, the the vo- like the words and everything sometimes it can be sounds and and other actions it's not it's not just words right. which is really awesome and i know i i'm not sure about june foray's leading into that but i know um that mel blanc did it like tom and jerry and mm-hmm. so which obviously as you know doesn't have any like dialogue really it just has the sounds but she she did a lot of animal noises and sound effects and she did lots and lots of bit parts Mm -hmm. there's an episode that i'll never forget of the twilight zone with an with a doll called talkie tina Mm. it's a horrifying this is like like the the (laughs) like the original creepy doll will murder you in your sleep Mm kind of thing yeah. And you know, it's this little girl gets a doll and it's one of those chatty Cathy kind of dolls and she pulls the she pulls the string and she says, you know, Hi, I'm Talkie Tina and I'm going to kill you and like that and it's uh, like the voice that it's like oh Yeah. Boy. That was her. She did that. You know, she yeah, she was yeah. everywhere. Um mm-hmm. everybody who has the ability to hear, um, uh, that's alive in America today has mm-hmm. heard her voice for sure. Yeah. Same with Mel Blanc. Yeah, she's 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 done so much that she's become one of those people that you were just you mentioned earlier that um, you don't recognize it as mm-hmm. often because yeah. it she'll be you know she'll be that one line in the background mm-hmm. of some episode of a cartoon and you wouldn't you wouldn't know otherwise yeah right but without her it's not the same mm-hmm. you know she she fits in so well that it's just flows right in mm-hmm. you don't have any jarring weird voice come out coming out of nowhere. I know a lot of cartoons rely on that sometimes for the oh lol random, <laughs> yeah. But but it doesn't it doesn't fit yeah. quite as well as someone like uh, someone like June Foray or Mel Blanc, or or a lot of other famous voice actors mm-hmm. can pull it off too, where they just fit right in smoothly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. I read uh, as June or as Robin said, June Foray started at age twelve, mm-hmm. but when she was twelve, she was doing voices of like older people like as if she was elderly yeah her which first, is, i think her first job was as an elderly woman yeah and yeah. that's that's really awesome that's really amazing the way that she was able to change her voice and make it different you know sounding so it sounded like she could be an older woman that's uh, that's amazing yeah it's incredible how um how they can do that and a lot of times um some people might not know that a lot of the young boy characters that you know in a lot of yeah. cartoons mm-hmm. are actually voiced by women mm-hmm. right um, a lot of the time I think, I think the entire cast of the rugrats like the main rugrats were all women yeah i i think uh uh maybe the actors that played like the adult men were mm-hmm. men but right. the uh, tommy and chucky and phil and lil were all women oh, right wow. yeah so and uh that's and that's cool you know, it was, mm-hmm. it's cool that there were a lot of women in the industry pretty early too, you know, and that's, right. That's good. Influential women too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Chuck Jones even said that, uh, you know, because people were often compared June Foray to Mel Blanc because they're both gigantic names in voice acting. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that said, you know, June Foray is not the female Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc is the male June Foray. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a pretty nice. Yeah. You know, coming, gender equal career. You know, right. like coming from Chuck Jones, that means a lot too. It, yeah, Chuck Jones is a big name in cartoons. <laughs> yeah. and if you've watched Absolutely. any Looney Tunes yep. or anything like that, mm-hmm. you've seen his signature come across right. the screen. So, and those um, are the. I mean, those were the cartoons that Mel Blanc was voicing. Right, mm-hmm. and he and he said mm-hmm. that. So, <laughs> that's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so um, moving on, there's also a big name that many may not know his actual name, but his name is Don LaFontaine, and many of you may know from trailers, there's so many trailers that say 
in a world. In a world. Exactly <laughs> like that. Um, it and was a it's podcast almost... <laughs> hosted by three friends. I it's... got some twang in there. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, Adam, like, are you country now? Whoops. Okay. <laughs> you know the voice. Absolutely. The guy from the it's... guy from uh, that does all the honest trailers is pretending to be this guy. Exactly. Yeah. So many people right. have imitated because it's become some such like a cliche. Right. That um, so many people do that kind of a voice. Yeah. He, um, it looks like he he did his first trailer in 1962. Mm-hmm. And um, in the 70s, as the 70s was really the boom for trailers and like m- you know mass marketed films. Uh, yeah. And that was when and so, you know voice acting became a really big thing in the 70s, mm-hmm. at least for movies, because of for, for movie trailers anyway. It mm-hmm. was already in animation at that point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it, it, it reshaped the whole way trailers were written and, and, and done because mm-hmm. it's it's not just showing straight-up clips from the movie, but it's almost a, a miniature story in itself because of the narration, and they cut things together weirdly. And they, they do that even now. Today, trailers are still done the same way. Right, except that they really are missing the voice acting now. Right, that's true. They've taken that part mm-hmm. back it's out. It's almost there. totally... I don't think I... I see any major movies there, with the voice acting. There are, yeah, major movies, maybe not, but there are a few every once in a while that I mm-hmm. hear that still has somebody talk. Like, sometimes I'll watch, like, a, a VHS, like a 90s VHS, and I'll see a trailer for, like, The Princess Diaries or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, and I hear the voice, and I see it, and I'm like, oh, God, that really brings me back. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah, it's, it, and it, it's, you hear a lot of it. It's either the, in a world where <clears throat> serious things happen. Right. Or it's like, so and so is doing this, and it's a really fun time. Right, right. You know, um, so it's kind of that that the, the it, it, it like can help prove the or not prove the point, but like set the mood or set the tone of a movie mm-hmm. beyond like music and what's happening. Like yeah, just a simple, simple. Yeah, because right of now voice. it's like the slow pop song is the uh, the trend it's still the way to do it yeah right is that still that's mm-hmm. still a trend popular thing with the trailers yeah, now like yeah. right the slow pop songs <laughs> or like um bringing back the like um the simple songs from that that we recognize oh like the new playing, spider-man trailer playing for a really comp or playing a really complicated um theme that you would recognize yes. but only play in a couple notes of it on the piano right yeah we're like the with the spider-man trailer they had spider-man spy oh Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. the Spider-Man song. Um but, you know, but they played it like it was like an orchestral version mm-hmm. of it, like a, you know. So, anyway. Yeah. But Don LaFontaine, he produced more than 5,000 film trailers and not only that, but hundreds of thousands of television advertisements network promotions and video game trailers as well so and and video game voice acting is an interesting topic Mm -hmm. that could probably survive a podcast on its own but we'll just Mm -hmm. touch on it um you mentioned people doing voices of like not dialogue but sound just sounds Sounds. or things like that video games is a huge uh component of that because Mm -hmm. you have to give the character or characters voices even if they're not speaking to each other, it, when things are happening, or if your character jumps, like, huh, or if they mm-hmm. get punched in the, you know, right, like, mm-hmm. ah, those kind of things, yeah, that's that's still a very important part of voice acting. Um, and if you look up, there there are videos uh, of of actors doing that same thing for a movie, mm-hmm. um, watching back something that they already acted, but re-recording those kinds of sounds, fighting sounds, yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, in order to give them to make them better, because the, the it may have not been picked up well while shooting or something right. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one specifically. I've seen uh, Hugh Jackson um, would go back and and do Wolverine. Jackman. Jackman. I'm sorry. Jackman. That's yeah. okay. Hugh Jackman. Yep. I was gonna wait till you said Wolverine before I said anything. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Same yeah. Here. Sorry. I was like, I want to make Wol- sure. Not Jackson. Sorry. Right. Jackman. Um, yeah. Would go back and do. Uh, those kinds of grunting and punching mm-hmm. sounds after, you know, in, in post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's videos of him doing that, too. I, I, yeah. The, um, you know, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, I guess like a young teenager, I was really mm-hmm. into this, like, really little known show 
called Avatar: The Last Airbender, and um, <laughs> niche, <laughs> right? And uh, I watched all the behind the scenes things, and mm-hmm. there there was uh, I'm still really into that show. It's it's still my favorite show. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> get ready for that episode. I watched all the behind the scenes for mm-hmm. it, and one thing that I remember I remember it just really it, like. It, I'll never forget it. It was the the voice coach. She was mm-hmm. talking about uh, coaching the actors and having them speak and telling them exactly how to speak for these episodes. And she was like, there are probably, there are, I can't even na- tell you how many ways there are to gasp. <laughs> you know, she's like, and, and this is, you know, she's like, they need to know exactly how to sound. This is for each episode, you know, there's a, <gasps> or there's a, you know, there's like, there's so yeah many. there's yeah. so many ways and, and there's so many little nuances that actors need to think about to one sound right mm-hmm. so it's such an art you know and it, it's so it's so cool it's such a cool art sorry no it is <laughs> yeah, get get pumped about it right yeah, yeah. i'm gonna yeah. turn away from the mic because i'm loud <laughs> um, <laughs> um but if we're gonna talk about um people who are just pros at it you right know, we mm-hmm. talked about uh the those big two at the beginning but if we're going to talk about big ones we're going to talk about our favorite one Wait, yeah i mean yeah me and adam's fa- i think uh, it's our favorite yeah. right? i would say so yeah i mean they can recognize okay. his voice in like, anything i'm gonna I tell swear. you right no for real like i <laughs> really can't like okay so <clears throat> close your eyes guys <laughs> They're really doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you said to close your eyes. Yeah. The you year, told us. The year is 2001. I'm picking a year in the year mm-hmm. 2000s. I don't really know. Okay. I'm watching a VHS library tape on my black and white TV in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, they came it. They came in like I the plastic container and it was mm-hmm. like kind of a pain in the ass to get it out. You had to squeeze <laughs> yeah. the sides. You guys yeah, remember those? It yeah. Because <laughs> it was too small yeah, at the it bottom. Was, yeah. It was too small. You had to squeeze it to get the movie out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and I'm watching my favorite show at the time. SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, I was obsessed with SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes, I can attest to that. She had a whole birthday. Well, who isn't? Let's SpongeBob. be honest. Right. I'm. I'm so into it, and <laughs> I'm. I'm so excited, and uh, I was so obsessed with finding out who SpongeBob was that I remember I had to keep trying to pause the tape <laughs> on the credits of the episode they would fly by so quick yeah and the and the lines were really squiggly on the tv you know where yeah. the pause you know and it's i thought i thought his name was tim kenny for a thing <gasps> i think a year because yeah. <laughs> i was Spoilers. like <laughs> yeah his name's tom kenny um <gasps> but i had a really hard time reading his name on the squiggle yeah so yeah so we're talking about tom kenny for a dang second way oh, yeah. lesson yeah. um <laughs> probably one of the best voice actors of our time um, he voices so many things that you've heard. I knew you, you know, you've heard him. Mm-hmm. Oh, if everybody. If you've watched Cartoon Network <laughs> and or Nickelodeon for a minute, you've heard Tom Kenny's mm-hmm. voice. Uh, he's in, he does so many voices. He does voices in Rick and Morty. He yep. does voices in Futurama. Yep. Or at least he did. I guess Futurama's over, right? I don't know. <laughs> What's the deal with Futurama? I'm so upset about it. it. it <laughs> getting rebooted so many times, I can't even keep um, But yeah, anyway. Yeah, he's, I mean... You know, you'll hear him for a second. Like you'll hear him play a character that walks by on the street, mm-hmm. and uh, he's um, in Ant Man. He's the voice of the doll that the little ugly doll that um, he gives to his daughter. I mean, that's he's. <laughs> he, I mean, oh my god. Well, he's SpongeBob freaking SquarePants. He's yes, Eduardo so from uh, uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Mm-hmm. He's Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life. He's uh, <laughs> Dog from Cat Dog. Like you could continue it just on. Goes on. He's the mayor from Powerpuff Girls. Right. I think even still. He used to be like the MC voice for the Kids Choice Awards. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he still is, but that do they even do the just, Kids Choice Awards anymore? I think so. I think they do. Let's watch it this year, guys. Yeah, let's do, do an it. episode about the Kids Choice Awards. Um, but yeah, the you know, um, I just remember like listening to the Kids Choice Awards. It was like that that surround voice, mm-hmm. you know, and I was mm-hmm. like that. I think that might be SpongeBob. Yeah. You know? And, and now, talking of how Robin and I can hear it, <laughs> we can't not hear Tom yeah. Kenny mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, yeah. And real quick, just to give another couple, because I want to mention them Ice King from Adventure Time. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Adventure Time is really popular, but one that just l- I love so much, um, talking about games, he's Spyro the Dragon. Oh, yeah. And, oh, it's so. Um, 
go play the reignited trilogy because he voice he didn't originally voice the first game uh in the trilogy but now with the remaster he's voiced all three games and so now it's like a whole new host of of tom kenny voice and it's fantastic but some other voices that we ought to mention um some really inf- some really big names mm-hmm. in the industry uh tara strong mentioning oh how uh um women voiced uh young boys all the time right she's the voice of timmy turner from fairly loud parents mm-hmm. um she's, she's also in the powerpuff girls she's um bubbles right yes i believe so mm-hmm. or if not you know one of the other two she's one of the three <laughs> powerpuff girls um she actually in the live action series of unfortunate events she plays the voice of sunny so that's really interesting. Instead of having a, the baby actually talk or make noises, they have her do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it, it's it's again one of those specialty voices or one of those specialty roles where you're not really speaking, but you're still doing a great job. That's that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. what that's like I would, a real essence. I watched of voice the acting. show. I would never have thought that um, there was a different person making the baby sounds. Mm-hmm. It it's it fits. It flows really well. Mm-hmm. So I mean that she did a great job. Yeah. She's she's really good. That's a mark of a really good voice actor when, mm-hmm. when they can pull something like that off. Yeah. Um, but to continue on our, our list here, uh, John DiMaggio is another big one. He's Bender from Futurama. Where oh, we yeah. mentioned Futurama. Mm-hmm. He's also Jake the dog from Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's and uh, he's really big about like kind of educating people about voice acting yeah. too and kind of getting you know <laughs> kind of yeah. getting it out there like you know hey mm-hmm. you know this is a profession and it's right an art it's and... not just it's not just celebrities yeah um but now's a good time to mention there's a documentary yeah um, that we recommend you watch called mm-hmm. um i know that voice uh produced by john dimaggio um it's an incredible documentary that goes in depth into voice acting so if you want to learn more Definitely give it a watch, um, mm-hmm. and you'll actually get to see some of the faces that we talk about um, right now. Um, but if we continue on, uh, Phil Lamar. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's he's uh, a lot of voices. He's also <laughs> from, he's in Futurama. Um, he, forgotten Hermes in yeah, Futurama. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he does a lot in the video game industry. He sure does. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's really big. And um, my husband plays video games. A lot, <laughs> and he is. I mean, he's got a big crush on Phil Lamar. Like, that, I mean, for sure. Like, he talks yeah. plays them a lot. B lot, C lot, D lot. <laughs> <laughs> good, good one, Adam. Thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, for real though. Like, he. I mentioned Phil Lamar the other day, and he just like stopped what he was doing and looked at me, and he goes, "That guy is amazingly talented." And I was like, "That's right, he is. He sure is." Um, but the next one on the list here is a very interesting one. Uh, but a very cool one, D. Bradley Baker. Ah, I love him. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Uh, guess who the heck voiced Momo and Appa? <laughs> uh, what? Their voice? They're not actual animals? Yeah, he blows my mind. It's like, incredible. He's so good. And he actually has a website dedicated to teaching people about voice acting if you want to get into the industry. Um, he has a lot of free material out there so that people can, you know, if they're really interested in it. Um, they can read it and do all, you know, that's cause he's, you know, and that's, that's really nice that he has that, you know, it's a really competitive field. And Mm -hmm. he's like, if you're really interested in it, if you really want to do this, these are the things that you should probably do. And he also, like, I think one of my favorite things he did was, um, (laughs) I can't think of its name, but he was on legends of the hidden temple. He was the big head. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> you guys remember? Yeah. We recently found that out. Yeah, he was inside mm-hmm. it. He was inside the head doing the voice and moving the <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that part. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. That's what I read. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I, I was so impressed. <laughs> I I mean, oh God. Yeah. yeah. So Wow. Yeah, he's it's a good one for sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He he's he's well known for doing a lot of animal voices or mm-hmm. or just sounds i guess um speaking of that behind the scenes avatar the last airbender there's a segment in there with him it's it's an incredible uh watch right um the next one on the list here dan castellaneta T- yeah no, castellaneta yeah uh, i think you i, I think, think, I, I, think I got pretty it. right right yeah. um homer simpson yeah, um, a big one. A one, huge uh, one going household for... Household name right there. Yeah, for, for <laughs> over 20 years now, that yeah. show's been on. 
um, in his trademark dope. Uh, <laughs> that Homer does, it, you know, everybody yeah. recognizes that. That's that's him. Yeah, in 2002, apparently, that dough was approved and put into the Oxford English Dictionary, apparently. So you can now find it in um, the dictionary. And, and for, those of you, yeah. for those of you who are scholarly, um, the correct spelling of dough is <laughs> D-apostrophe-O-H. Oh, good. Uh. So wow. I go. hope it's at a spelling bee. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Now if I... a kid lost on that word, Your he, word he'd is... have to be like, dope. You know? oh, oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. And then um, one voice that uh, is a good transition here, because one of the things, one of the big topics we want to talk about this episode is uh, there's a trend happening in movies right now, um, specifically with these uh, Disney remakes, which we talked about in the last episode. Um, using celebrities to voice your characters instead of a voice actor. Mm -hmm. And and a good transition uh, actor to mention is Mark Hamill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, Luke Skywalker. Um, He started out as an actor, right? Mm -hmm. He was was fully in the movie, face and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But now has... Uh, has gone much more into voice acting mm-hmm. um, than than regular acting. He yeah. he's, he's still in movies, you know, yeah. the normal way. But but <clears throat> the voice of the Joker um, and, for twenty six years for twenty six years almost twenty seven. Mm-hmm. It was it's been since ninety two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. going back to Avatar again, he's a uh, Fire Lord Ozai and and a bunch of other characters as well. I actually I remember when I found out that he was Fire Lord Ozai. I was watching mm-hmm. the show for probably the sixth time. It might have been fifth at that point. I don't know. But anyway, I was <laughs> Your watching annual watch. Yeah, you know. And I was watching an episode with Ozai in it, mm-hmm. and I just happened to read the credits. At, you know, mm-hmm. as I was watching it, and I saw his name, and I was like, what? Wait, isn't that Luke? That's Luke what? Skywalker. Like I was, oh my god, Luke Skywalker! I was so excited. I was like, oh, dude, yeah, that's. I was like, he's yeah. so good. Yeah. He he is a um, like a best case scenario. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actor to voice actor option, mm-hmm. um, but now a lot of times a, a a celebrity will or or a normal actor mm-hmm. will will portray a character using just their voice they'll just yeah. they'll just talk and act as if they would if they were on screen mm-hmm. um what do you and, guys think of that well see and this has been happening um since for a while i mean it happened in the 90s of course um you know we have uh the lion king had matthew broderick in it you know people mm-hmm. kind of james though, jones although matthew broderick was you know he's also a broadway actor too so yeah. it kind of made sense that he'd be in a musical i guess <laughs> um but yeah like this has been going on for a while and it's interesting it's such an interesting thing because i don't necessarily think it's bad i don't right. think that it's um I just, <laughs> I do prefer, um, like, you know, the when I think about the process of a voice actor and they see a character for the first time and they mold a voice based on the character mm. the you know, that they've seen and the personality they've kind of, you know, felt with the character mm-hmm. instead of just walking into a studio and acting, still acting, but mm-hmm. just giving your voice. Um, so it, it, it feels a little, it, it feels a little off. But I think that there are cases where a studio chose an actor that was absolutely perfect for the character without the actor having to change their voice, even though the actor is a celebrity. True. Um, And and then I think there are cases where they missed. I think there are cases where they picked the actor because, you know, because people will go see the movie if they have the name. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, like, I think, like, an example of it being okay would be, like, I think Trolls, for example. Mm -hmm. I don't think Trolls is the greatest movie ever. Um, It's fun. Yeah, um, it's happy. You know, it's the kids—it's incredibly the popular. Part. Children love mm-hmm. it, and that that kind of entertainment is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think Anna Kendrick, her voice was perfect for the Poppy. And yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like she didn't need to change her voice no. for that character. That was—I mean—that's same thing with uh, Justin Timberlake. Right. Yeah. So I think that you know there are times when it's like that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's like a totally like that makes yeah. sense. It fits in. 
And, you know, and then there are other times where it really feels like they just, you know, they, they looked through the, the contracts and they were like, well, this person's on the payroll. So, and they're Trust. a well-known name. Yeah. People will recognize me. their voice. They'll, they'll go to, yeah. they'll see it because they know that actor. They'll be like, oh, I know that actor. I know their name. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and if you didn't realize by the song I was singing, dang it, Scarlett Johansson as Kaw was, I think, a bad choice. Um, and that's when you don't do it. Yeah. Right. I think that there are, I mean, definitely there are times when it, it's obvious that it's kind of like a choice for. They have like mm-hmm. a contract with the studio or, yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of throw them in to put their name on it and that's it. Right. Yeah. So, and but then you think about... Um, and I like another example would be the upcoming Lion King has mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing is star power. Oh, I mean, yeah. The entire entire cast. But I mean, think about it for real, though. Is there a better if they're going to remake it? Is there a better Nala than Beyonce? You know, <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> yeah. kind of a good choice. Yeah, right. you know, like that's that's pretty good. So, yeah, it's it's back and forth. Honestly, mm-hmm. it, it, it is annoying, I think, when yeah. it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the times when it's annoying, it, 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 to me, it feels a little bit more annoying when watching a uh, a completely animated movie. If you're if you have a live action movie with CGI characters, or if you have a um, completely CGI movie, um, Lion King that's trying to be realistic. I mean, it mm-hmm. kind of it works okay. Or in the Jungle Book, it it worked um, enough. You know. Right. Except for Scarlett Johansson, um, <laughs> but when you when you're when we talk about a completely animated movie with a with a unique art style, um, mm. that's when it can be more annoying. But you mentioned Anna Kendrick and Trolls, and and right. that, those fit in. You can still make it work, but I think it uh, animation lends itself more to coming up with a new voice that's yeah. that's uh, mm-hmm. unique because the character is completely from scratch. It's not right. a voice that you. Or it's not a face that you recognize, mm-hmm. um, unless it's a franchise. But um, mm-hmm. you know, coming up with a new voice for a new character, it, um, I think lends itself more uh, in animation and using an actual voice actor to right. to mm-hmm. to fit the voice to the character rather than fitting the character to the voice. Like I think about we're, we're talking since we're talking about trolls. When I think about if a voice actor had been brought in to do it, somebody you know who dedicated their career to creating voices based on a character's personality and then mm-hmm. you know i don't think that they would have just used their voice you know i feel like they would have looked at it and gone how would a troll doll sound yeah like let me yeah. really think about this like yeah. what kind of sound and maybe there'd be like a more signature sound mm-hmm. for that type of creature because you know this is a special creature that's really not you know it doesn't yeah, really have an human. established sound yet yeah and and se- but they, instead now we all think well they sound like people mm-hmm. because people you know they just use right. their voices yeah but that I don't think it was it didn't work I you know it would just it would be a totally different yeah thing mm-hmm. um in in some some material lends itself more to that mm-hmm. um a, a lot of time I guess more where where it's more prominent in TV um you know and cartoons on tv because they're only quick half half an hour episodes or so yeah can't you may not be able to afford that big voice for for the for the whole season of a show mm-hmm. um you know the celebrities would definitely cost more uh except i guess maybe some of those big voice actors maybe they would cost a lot too right um but you know you you want that unique voice to differentiate your show from all the other cartoons Mm-hmm. Where it might be easier to differentiate your movie because you have a huge advertising budget or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. When I think, and you're talking about big stars in TV, and, and that's probably why, you know, on TV it's mostly a voice actor. Um, and I think about Mila Kunis in uh, Family Guy. Yeah. You know, true. she's a big star. She is. Yeah. Um, so that is a really, I feel like, rare exception because I think she does a great job. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a totally. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it is annoying. Like, uh, I'll think of an example like Home. If you mm-hmm. guys remember the movie Home. Yes. It was yes. a DreamWorks mm-hmm. movie. Me and Adam saw it. I think we were in, in school. Mm-hmm. Saw it at the fun bar. <clears throat> uh, we went to go see Home and Jim Parsons is the voice of the alien in Home. His name is O. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and oh. he has a oh. very distinct voice. Yeah, like, Jim Parsons does. Absolutely. Sure does. I don't think it really fit for that character. You don't think so? When we saw it... I think he was riding. They were riding the coattails of um, Big, Big, Bang. Bang Big Bang Theory because mm-hmm. he was in this. He was kind of hot right mm-hmm. now, you know. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's there. That whole cast is still kind of in the spotlight a little bit. That show, yeah, um, is it still airing? I it is, know. but it it's is. ending soon. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll be like Seinfeld. They'll never have to work again. But, um, but they, I think they were relying on that too much in this mm-hmm. case. Yeah, because he, you know. The voice, the only reason it fit in a, like, sci-fi, quote-unquote, movie is because the show he was on is about nerds. Yeah. You know, and we love Star Trek and nerdy stuff, so he'll fit right into a sci-fi movie. He just, it sounded awkward and misplaced a lot of the time. I think it was, Mm. a lot of it was like, you know, oh, I'll sound like a lost alien and so a little bit robotic, but that is kind of just like how I talk. That was, you know, yeah. like that was just that's just kind of my voice, and mm-hmm. yeah. and it was just there. It just didn't really feel like the, you know, it really fit into the role mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was one of the cases where I think they plant they wrote the character around the voice, yeah, rather than the other way around. And I think the other way around is always better, mm-hmm. um, at least in my opinion. I think writing the the having the voice for your character is is better. Because you, if you have a vision of what you want your character to be like and how you want to write your character, um, the the actor. I mean, this isn't just for voice actors. Regular actors can do this too. They bring mm-hmm. a they bring a new level to your character, um, or nail it exactly how you could, exactly how you hear it in your head or whatever. But when you write your character to the actor, it, well, it's just going to be them. Mm-hmm. This is going to be them in the, the movie. Dynamic. Yeah, um, at that point, why not just right have a live action movie and and have them act? And if we're talking about um, you know making the choice between a voice actor or you know celebrity voice, sometimes uh, not necessarily like the the best person to get the role doesn't get it because of the consideration of a celebrity. Right. Um, yeah. But you know when you think about. Uh, like the really big Disney animated movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, Tangled, Mandy yeah. Moore is Ab- right, yeah. and she was chosen, <clears throat> right? And the thing is, though, you know, she auditioned for that role. It wasn't like they went out and they were like, "Well, Mandy Moore, let's have just you," mm-hmm. you know, because <laughs> Kristen Bell and Adina Menzel both auditioned for that role too, mm. and they chose Mandy Moore despite the fact that Adina Menzel you know, helped, you know, really skyrocket Frozen to mm-hmm. the status that Frozen is. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, they chose her because she was right mm-hmm. for the part. Right. You know, Absolutely. and, and that is so agree. important, and, you know, it's. And yeah, that's why it's never black and white. I, yeah. I, when I, when I say that, I think it's always better. They, they had, you know, even in that case, using a celebrity voice, they had kind of what they wanted in their mm-hmm. mind. Right. Right. And she fit it best. And even though she's not making a voice, it's just her. Mm-hmm. I they they decided that it still fit, and and that's absolutely fine. Right. I mean, Tangled's a great movie. She yeah. did fantastic. Right. She, she even she wanted to sing too. Right. Mm-hmm. They they or it, this may have been Frozen that I'm thinking of, but um, one of the one of the actresses was offered to have a singer sing the songs while she did the voice that that was a very common thing yeah it, yeah it still is but it was it seems more common back in at least for disney mm-hmm. uh back then with some of the yeah. earlier movies even um, anastasia did that and they weren't right, even disney right yeah but but she wanted to so they brought on a singing coach to help her do it which right. it turned out great mm-hmm. same thing with like the rock yeah, in, in, uh, in Moana, like right, mm-hmm. and and that's the thing too, though that Disney and we, I don't want to talk about Disney too much, but mm-hmm. the thing that they're doing and that they've always kind of done is, you know, they only have in those an- big animated films usually only have one or two really well known people mm-hmm. voice in the film, and then have like other actors that were you know not as well known, maybe you know chosen for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like you think Aladdin. You know, yeah. who's the one well-known voice actor in Aladdin? 
Will Smith. Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, you mean the? Oh, I mean the. Old I'm one. sorry. I'm thinking of the it's new okay. one where but they you're not, remade you're not wrong. it. You're not wrong though. Um, but yeah, you know that's the thing. You know, it was like Robin Williams was the comedic, mm-hmm. you know, superstar actor yeah. that they got to be in mm-hmm. Aladdin, and he, you know, absolutely perfect for the role. No one, no one more perfect absolutely, than him. Yeah, they, and, they even let him do his own thing. Right, <laughs> and um, but you know, but the other actors weren't. You know, they weren't mega superstars. They weren't mm-hmm. people that, you know, and and that was another that was one of their first real big cases of, hey, I actually cannot sing as a princess. Let's bring in a Broadway singer mm-hmm. so she can sing for me. Mm-hmm. So that that was a big thing with Jasmine. So could be one of the reasons why Jasmine doesn't have her own song. Yeah. She has a duet with Aladdin and that's it. Right. Yeah. And they did the same thing with Aladdin in that movie. Right. Mm-hmm. The singing voice mm-hmm. for Aladdin is different than the speaking voice. The speaking voice mm-hmm. is a guy who was on Full House at the time, pretty popular show, right. kind of mm-hmm. well known, but not nearly to the caliber of Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. And and in Aladdin's case, him being the main character, I think he, he they couldn't avoid giving him more songs. Yeah. But but um <laughs> but yeah, doing the same thing and and a lot of times it's hard to notice. They do a great job. That's another Yeah. not not just um voice talent in uh speaking, but it's a, an incredible talent to be able to sing oh, yeah. at all, period, mm-hmm. but yeah. also to sing in a character, you know, yeah. um, trying to fit in, a, in an established voice right. uh, right. that's being spoken and still trying to fit that so that it's yeah. not jarring. Yeah. I think recently the most, like, surprising one to us was we were watching Anastasia again, Robin and I. Oh, yeah. And we found that Kelsey Grammer actually did the voice mm-hmm. and the singing voice of Vlad. Vlad, yes, correct. Wow. Vladimir. Yeah. Vlad. Well, Kelsey Grammer, yeah, he's a really talented singer. He too. absolutely yeah. is, yeah. Which we, we kind of knew, but like we yeah. didn't realize he, he did that role. Yeah, he did a really good job to change his voice for and and i want to stress too that changing your voice doesn't make you a good voice actor mm-hmm. also you know that's not i mean that's yeah. it's part of it but that's not h john benjamin's a great voice actor and he hardly changes his voice. that's true you know i mean <laughs> yeah. think Same of, james Earl jones as well. right mm-hmm. exactly so i mean and but he's just really good at just you know sliding into the character even though he's using his regular voice he's yeah. doing it in such a like uh, natural way, yeah. That it do- doesn't even. It doesn't even. I would never think that Archer and Bob Belcher are the same people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah. Um, and that's a that's a testament to acting in general. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to be. There's incredible talent in both acting, period, and voice acting, and then they mm-hmm. blend incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah. For oh. sure. And um, I think that one really good example of of that because we were talking about. Um, celebrity voice actors. Uh, we recently watched the movie Isle of Dogs. Yes. Um, and that movie is fully animated. It's mm-hmm. stop motion animation. And the thing about it is that it is stacked with star power. A lot of really well known so actors. So many stars. And they don't. It's like it's strange, but it's like they're just acting. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know, it's just their voices, but you really feel them acting in the movie. They do a really good job, and you don't miss, you know, the quality of someone changing their voice to sound like a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it just they yeah. sound like regular people, mm-hmm. but they're coming right. out. Their voices are coming out of dogs, and it's it fits really well. With yeah. the art style and just the tone of the movie, mm-hmm. and it just really like they're. I mean, they're really strong actors that are in it. Absolutely, yeah. It so. fits the Wes Anderson <laughs> yeah. movie as well. Yeah. I agree. It, it, it's sad when you think of like, a voice actor losing a job to a celebrity. To a celebrity. You know, yeah. just, yeah. just you know. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's why I think the the main point here is that you should pick the the right voice for your character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't rely on star power exactly. alone to, I mean, sometimes you need it to boost your budget movie or whatever, but, right. mm-hmm. but if you can, every time pick the right voice for the character. So how do you feel? There's a new movie coming out uh, called ugly dolls ah. and it has <laughs> yes. a lot of famous singers in it. It's really, I, yeah. It's really um, ugly. Is what you're 
you're gonna say. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think when we saw the trailer, I maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I could have sworn. They do the credits for like the the credit card twice in the trailer where yeah. they show you yes. twice and it's like the same names twice. The same names, yeah. Like, I swear don't I forget saw, like, Carrie Underwood. Don't in forget it twice that these people and... are in this movie. Yeah. It, it's really weird. I have, that's like the only time I've ever seen that before. I was yeah. like, whoa, they're, <laughs> they're really they really care. They're pushing it. They're yeah. pushing it. How bad does it feel to be the the other screen <laughs> that didn't get flashed right. twice? <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I was like, there were like definitely there are a lot of people in that movie, and they're Absolutely, all. Yeah. It looks like they're almost all. They're uh, pretty much all singers. singers. There's, I think, very few that aren't singers. Yeah. Most Do you of think the names it'll be a musical? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I think not. it's gonna be their their uh, their trolls. Yeah. Basically, uh, yeah, I think it's they're yeah. yep. they're trying to do trolls. That uh, you know, and Anna Kendrick is a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a very talented yeah. singer. So yeah, um, um, and so is Justin Timberlake. Yeah, so they, right. you know, they stacked that cast, and so mm-hmm. is Zoe Deschanel is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did a good job in Trolls. So I mean, I think that, you know, wait, which character Zoe? was she? Oh, she ah. was the um, uh, the girl. Oh, the Bergen girl. Bergen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, now that I had a crush yeah. on the prince. Yeah. Okay. Something. Shoot. Yeah. I didn't she realize. she did change her. It was very movie. surprising. Yeah, she sure did. I didn't I recognize didn't. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, oh. she did. A, yeah, she changed. I didn't know that. She, until Robin pointed she's a, it out. I think she's a pretty good voice actor. I I was impressed. I was yeah. like that. That's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of celebrity yeah. voice. A lot of celebrities are. I mean, they're great yeah. actors, so oh, they yeah. can do it. Yeah, for sure. But there's more to it than just talking into a microphone, right? You know that you have that's, to be a good actor. That's a podcast. <laughs> you can sell it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in this one, they have got like Blake Shelton, Carrie Underwood, Nick Jonas, yeah. BB Rexa. It feels like discount trolls to me. Pitbull, Pitbull, we'll who oh, does Pitbull's everything. It. If it's Pitbull, if Pitbull, well, now I gotta see it. Yeah, Janelle Monae is in it, I think too. Ah, uh, probably. My goodness, I don't know. I don't know if she's on that. If she was on the title card that got flashed twice, or it'd be an interesting so, episode to do uh, the the comparison between trolls and ugly dolls. Yeah, yeah. I feel true. like for ugly dolls, what they did with this is like, okay, how can we get all these singers in it? What you know, let's form a story around these people. Just right. kind of a nonsense thing that they came yeah. up with. Because yeah. that's another thing too. Like when Adam was talking about home and he said modeling the character around the actor instead mm-hmm. of the actor kind of being someone who changes for the character. Um, that's something that does seem to kind of happen in yeah. uh, animated movies. It's like, you know, they feel like maybe we can, maybe we can just write and animate for these people. Yeah, we've got all these people ready yeah. to make a movie with us. We really want to do it. Let's just write something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Because you know, from the trailer of Ugly Dolls, that character that is Pitbull yeah. is just Pitbull in Ugly Doll form. Like, yeah. it's, they didn't... He's not... He didn't seem yeah. unique. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, Pitbull is unique in himself, but, like, yeah, in the world, he's not... <laughs> a special yeah. character it's just pitbull they created around him yeah obviously yeah. so if there mm-hmm. are any movie producers out there listening uh we're available <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah first of all we're available <laughs> uh second of all pick the right voice for your character don't don't yeah. just throw in a a, a big name just because mm-hmm. right but if that big name is what you want and it fits go for it mm-hmm. i mean if yeah there are a lot of times when it works there are times when it doesn't work as well yeah, mm-hmm. we're um, not trying to we're not trying to bash celebrity not voices, except for Scarlett Johansson's cough. <laughs> um, that's the one I will bash. Adam has a bit of a crush on Scarlett Johansson. Oh, damn it! Yeah, you got me. Yeah. No, um, I just really love Jungle Book. Okay, and that was that was the one change that was just like not I wasn't cool with. But not anyway, cool. not yeah. cool. I'm not saying she's well, a bad actor because the original Caw was the voice of Winnie the Pooh, and yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know. He's just, yeah. you know, kind of a special voice actor to our mm-hmm. hearts, right, Adam? Yeah. Yeah, I think we named a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of touched on a few yeah. different subjects. Yeah, we did. I think that we went over the history. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that. There's one last one right. that I wanted to mention Alan Tudyk. He's become oh, yeah. much uh-huh. bigger now. Um, he was he most probably known for his part as Wash on the cult favorite Firefly. Uh, excuse me, cult favorite? More like everyone's favorite. <laughs> okay i think so it's overrated now. but <gasps> just 
just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, um, but he was he, – his He'd probably, only got one season, so. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm um, kidding. I actually was kidding, yeah. by the way. Uh, but he's probably mostly known for that. But lately, he's been used in a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and he's been doing a really good job in getting he's... a big name. Like, I mean, he's been around for a while, but um, recently he was in Wreck It Ralph as King Candy, mm-hmm. and then he was in Ralph Breaks the Internet as Nosemore. So basically, the like the Google Freaking search bar. <laughs> yeah. So he's pretty cool. He's in Rogue One. And Rogue One, yeah. Um, oh, that's right. He plays the um, robot. I can't yeah, he was. His name. He was good. He was, uh, really he was good, good in Rogue One. Shoot, I forget. Yeah. I forgot what that droid was named. Yeah, and he was also in Moana. So we talked yeah. about <laughs> animal, you know, sounds and everything. He he plays Hey Hey. Yeah. Uh, it's K two S O, by the way. Oh, the okay. droid. Okay, gotcha. Thank Rogue you. One. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but Hey Hey. So you would think it was just animal sounds, but. Mm-hmm. He does such a great job. You would job think it's just it. a, like the voice of a chicken. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's not. Or that like, you know, all of those royalty free sounds mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the one I always go to is that bear sound that everyone hears that raw right. noise <laughs> that is just everywhere. It's like one of those. They could just use that, but mm-hmm. they 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 went with this and it like mm-hmm. the chicken had a performance, not right. just yeah. He's not just I mean, that recordings. thing if if you guys watched that movie in a theater full of children, or um, older adults, uh, that chicken killed, man. Oh yeah. That, I mean, I'm serious. Like I, I, I saw a lot of grandmas and little grandbabies laughing at, <laughs> at that chicken. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so yeah. So I mean, it just is a credit to how awesome a voice actor can be at yeah. just being an animal. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a versatile uh, role to play. So. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of... A lot of talented yeah. people. All these people, like, if you go on to the IMDb site or anywhere, they have just a list of right. everything they've been on. Every single one of these and people we mentioned, has a huge amount. We mentioned a couple women, but there there are a lot of a lot of really there, prominent yeah, yeah. female voice actors, too. Like, you know... Yeah, this, that's, yeah. that's kind of odd. We, we happen to mention a lot of men, but, yeah. but you said early on in the episode... Yeah. It's a it's a very diverse mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, field. Bart Simpson's played by a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then you've got Jimmy Neutron's also played by a woman, right? Yeah. Um, and I was thinking of this one specific woman that I put on our list that I can't remember her name. Um, would it have been <laughs> Kath Susie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She she did a lot of voices in Futurama and Rugrats. She was Phil and Lil. Okay. In, uh, Rugrats. Oh, yeah, so and I skipped over her and her name just you know like yeah. if you listen if you w- watch Rugrats like just watch oh also she's the voice of Lola Bunny oh. in Space Jam if yeah, you guys yeah. uh, oh. um but yeah so like if you, you know, watch Rugrats and you listen to Phil and Lil and then you transition to Futurama you'll hear she's there <laughs> <laughs> she's in a lot of episodes so yep it's a lot of these and then people. Um, shoot who's the voice of Fry. In Futurama, that's another big oh, name too. Oh, Billy West. Billy West. Ah, that's there you the go. one. Yeah. Yeah. I when we watched that documentary, I know that voice, and Billy West spoke for the first time. Oh, I lost it because <laughs> I had never seen him speak. Like I'd never <laughs> seen him actually. And I Doug was such a big part of my childhood mm-hmm. that like when he I heard him talking, I was like, oh, oh my god, that's Doug. You know, like that's his voice. That's who he is. Oh my god. <laughs> like, oh, that's yep. so weird. <laughs> yeah. Breakout moment. So uh, so to end the episode, I think another reminder, go check out the documentary, I Know That Voice. Yeah. Um, I don't think, unfortunately, it's not on Netflix anymore, but I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. It's really, really cool and super informative. And you get to see, you get to see all the, the people. It's really cool to yeah. see the voice come out of the person. If you were raised by cartoons, you know, you'll see the people who raised you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. One last thing. Um about the podcast, we have a little bit of an announcement. We've now, uh, if you were listening on SoundCloud, uh, we're not posting to SoundCloud anymore. We've moved over to Podbean. So um, go ahead and listen to us there, uh, blackcasediaries.podbean.com. You can find it there. Um, we're also on iTunes. And now we are also on Spotify. 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 Uh, another big one that everyone coming loves soon to, to Google to. Podcasts. Yes, yes we're, we'll we're, let you know when that happens. Yep. Um, and also, we still have the blog. 
and we will continue to update the blog with information from the episode. Absolutely. And so please, if if that, you have any questions about who we talk about or what we talk about, go there and you know, you can email us too and we'll be glad to answer yep, any questions. That that is the best place to go. Um our, Podbean is our new host, but the best place to listen and to find information is our blog, blackcasediaries.wordpress.com. Um, all of the info's there, and you can get in on the discussion, uh, leave a yeah. comment, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, just for the heck of it, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we're at blackcasediary, uh, not plural. Um, <laughs> uh, Twitter. On, on Twitter. Twitter, we mm-hmm. are blackcasediary. And then on Instagram, Black Case Diaries. You won't podcast. believe it, but Black Case Diaries was too long. So. Yeah, dang it, Twitter. Yeah. What are you playing at? <laughs> Twitter. That's why it's diary. <laughs> yeah, um, but then on Instagram, I believe it's uh, Black Case Diaries podcast. The the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where you can find us. Talk to us. Give us some feedback. Do yeah. what you want. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hi- having a good night, guys. Yeah? Yeah. 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 All right. Me too. Hope you guys are too. Thanks for listening. Catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Later.